Hi, this is Terry Dismore, and you're listening to the Quiz the Diz podcast. Terry brings years of experience in consulting, management, leadership, and life. In this podcast, Terry answers questions about these topics, bringing wisdom from a kingdom perspective. Our website is quizthediz.com. Now here's the Diz. I can tell you there is nothing quite like biting into a warm, delicious chocolate chip cookie. You can just taste it right now, can't you? Just that that sweet, sugary, melty, gooey goodness. And there's nothing quite like taking a chocolate chip cookie and biting into it and feeling bitter disappointment because it's a raisin cookie. Now, I know some of you like raisin cookies, but I call raisin cookies disappointment cookies because you look at them and you're thinking, oh, that looks delicious. I think I'll have one of those. And then when you bite into it, you're disappointed to find out that it's a raisin cookie. Oh, so today I want to talk a little bit about disappointment and how to overcome it and why it comes into our lives and all that kind of stuff. So first of all, let's define disappointment and tell you where it comes from. Disappointment means a sadness or displeasure caused by the non-fulfillment of one's hopes or expectations. It's an old 15th century French word, and I know I spend a lot of time studying 15th century French. It is disappointé. Meaning to means to undo the appointment or remove from office. So you can kind of see where it comes from. You kind of get the idea of where we get disappointment from. It means I'm expecting one thing and I'm getting another, or I'm in the middle of one thing and I'm getting another. So where does it come from? Well, a lot of times disappointment comes because we haven't set expectations. Now you may think, well, wait a minute, if I if I don't have any expectations, I can't be disappointed. Well, now, technically, that's right, but the truth about it is, is that disappointment usually comes because we've set no expectations. We're just kind of thinking, oh, things will work out, and then when they don't, we're disappointed. Now, when you think about that, it doesn't make much sense, does it? It's kind of like, wait a minute, if I'm not expecting anything, how can I expect anything? Now, you know, a lot of times on this program, I talk to you about vision and purpose and hope and those kind of ideas. And if you think about it, you can't be disappointed from something you haven't expected, right? I mean, I'm sitting here talking about it. And I'm thinking, well, that doesn't make much sense. But it, it's setting a foundation up or not setting a foundation up, and it messes it all up. So when you don't have a foundation and you say you're disappointed in something, I don't know how you can be disappointed in it. When you have a foundation set, when you have an expectation or an idea set, and then it doesn't come, I can expect I can expect you to be disappointed. But when you're saying, well, wait a minute, I didn't expect anything, but isn't that how you live life a lot of times, is that you don't expect anything? You're like, well, I hope it works out. Well, wait a minute. That's not how we live. That's not what quiz it is is about. That's not what I'm about. I'm not going to live like that. I don't want to live like, oh, I'll just take whatever comes along because we're almost always then going to live in disappointment. Now, keep going back to that word and thinking, you know what? After I talk about it for a minute, it doesn't make any sense to be disappointed in something you haven't expected in the first place. So, when you think about that sadness of not getting what you want, it's usually because you haven't set up what you want. 
You haven't said to yourself, okay, these are the things I want. So how do we get disappointment when we have set something up? And a lot of times it's for a couple of reasons. One is that we're disappointed because we didn't get something because we've set something up that maybe we're not qualified to have. Now, I know that a lot of people would love to have $100,000 in their bank account. And I would. I'm expecting it someday. But if I'm not handling the money that I have now correctly, how am I going to be able to handle the money that I want to have? $100,000 or a million dollars or whatever that is. You see, a lot of times we're disappointed when we get something because we can't handle it. Now, think about the number of people out there that it's almost a cliche. They win the lottery and they're bankrupt two or three years later. Now, we all, because we're much smarter than those folks, would think, well, you know what? I would have handled that differently. I would have invested some of that and done all that. Kind of, oh, really? Are you doing that now with the money that you have? It's like a friend of mine one time told me that he would start giving when he had some money. It's like, no, if you're not giving out of what you have now, you're not going to be giving when you have money. And I've got have money in quotation marks there because your heart is not set correctly. See, the reason we get disappointed is because our hearts are not set correctly. So when we think, well, I want $100,000, well, that's all well and good. But if you misspend and you're always overdrawn in your checking account and you're not paying your bills on time and you're not taking care of your obligations, what makes you think you're going to have $100,000? Now you think, well, you know, that'll take care of everything. No. See, money is a tool. And when you use a tool incorrectly, it can either break what you're working on or break the tool itself. And so money being a tool and you try to use it in the right way and you try to operate in the right manner with it and so on, but you don't use it correctly, you don't learn how to use it correctly, then it just messes everything up. It breaks things. And if you think of money as more than a tool, you're really wrong. It's not a scorecard. We use it as a scorecard, but it's not. So we get disappointed sometimes because we've set expectations. Now, I'm not going to say that aren't realistic, but they're not at the point that we're able to carry them out. So let's say that I was going to play golf this week. As a matter of fact, I am going to play golf this week. So when I step up to the tee and I take a mighty Dismorian swing and it goes about 200 yards, I'm actually okay with that. You know why? Because... That's about all the farther I know how to hit it. And I'm happy with that. But if a pro golfer stood up there and hit a golf ball 200 yards, they would think of themselves as a failure. Why? And as they would be disappointed in it. Why? Because they know their capabilities. So a lot of times our disappointments come from our uh, having un unlikely capabilities. Now, some people would say unrealistic capabilities. I don't know that that's true. I may be able to learn to hit a golf ball 350 yards. I've just never tried to learn that. I know I'd like to sometime, but I can't be disappointed if I can't hit it 350 yards because I've never tried, I've never been taught how to, and all that kind of stuff. Now, I will tell you that occasionally I'll step up there and take, again, a mighty Dismorian swing and think, man, that thing's going to fly forever, and it might make it to the ladies' tee. That is a disappointment. <laughs> But it's because, again, I had unrealistic, unreal expectations for what I was able to do. I hope that makes sense to you. So sometimes we get disappointed because we try to outrun our capabilities and outrun our expectations. Other times when we get disappointed, it's because 
we're not expecting high enough. So let's say, let's go back to our $100,000 example that we were talking about a minute ago. We're not going to make $100,000 by working minimum wage jobs. We're just not going to. It's not going to happen. So you can't be disappointed in doing that. But sometimes that's all the effort that somebody wants to make. Well, so that is disappointment, but it's like, what were you expecting? What were you expecting? If you're putting in minimum wage hours and minimum wage job, how are you expecting to make 100000 a year? Now, minimum wage, if let's round it up and say it's $15 an hour, is about $30,000 a year. Not, not bad, but not many people can live on that, and they'd be disappointed in that. Well, here's why. It's because they've set expectations that are too low. All right, so we've talked a minute ago about having expectations that are too high. Now we're going to talk about having expectations that are too low. So there are are certain things that I know that I know how to do, like put together this podcast. I know how to do that. One of the reasons I started doing this podcast was to prove to myself that I could do 10 or 15 minutes on a topic off the top of my head. That's how I used to be on the radio, and I hadn't done it in a long time. And I thought, well, I need to figure that out. Well, the first two or three of these that I did, I never put up on online because I was disappointed in them because my expectations were higher than what I had. Now, some of you listening may be, well, you've certainly uh, undershot our expectations, and that may be, and I'm just joking about that a little bit, but I have a certain expectation that when you sit down to listen to this podcast, I'm going to ask you some questions, I'm going to have some questions asked of me, I'm going to be able to answer them, I'm going to be able to talk to you about um, just different topics and different ideas of leadership and faith and all these kind of things that we want to see. And so... We have two different kinds of disappointment, a disappointment because we've set our expectations too high and a disappointment because we've set our expectations too low. One final thing I want to talk to you about is something that I deal with occasionally at my church, and that is people that have disappointed faith. Now, that sounds odd. How can you have disappointed faith? Well, you see examples of other people that have actually succeeded beyond where you are, and you're thinking, well, why don't I have that? Now, if you'll remember from last week's podcast, I talked to you a little bit about that. I'm like, if you think and you say out loud, well, that's nice, that must be nice, you're never going to have it. So what are you looking at every day to encourage you to go farther, to get better, to be better at what you do, to be a better person, to be a better leader, to be a better manager, to be a better wife or a better husband? What are you doing every day? Are you looking at people that struggle? Are you watching soap operas every day to see how marriages and relationships should be? Well, that's kind of stupid, isn't it? Because the expectation there's kind of low. People aren't going to last on those things, right? But when you put in front of yourself a couple that's been married 35 or 40 years and they've been successful in it and they've raised a good family, and we know several people that are like that, well, then you look at them and be like, I want to be like that. And and that way, if you're living toward that, you're not going to be disappointed as you get further along in life. Because disappointment really in the long run comes from the enemy. The enemy wants us to look at something and say, I can't have that, or I'm never going to get there. Well, those are just lies from the enemy. The Bible says this, I can do most things through Christ who strengthens me, right? No, that's not what it says at all. It says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So if that's true, 
then I ought to be able to do anything that I set my mind to. Now, there's certain things that my body's not talented at. For instance, dunking a basketball, not happening. Now, I might be able to, at some point, learn to jump really, really high, but I'm not interested in that. So I can't be disappointed that I don't get to do that. And you can be disappointed to not see me fly through the air and take a you know 360 degree windmill and just plop it in the basket now i can do that in the pool sometimes <laughs> but i can't do it on an nba basketball court just can't do it and so i can't be disappointed in that that's not a talent that i have but i also know that anything that i need to do to fulfill the call of my life that god has given me i can do i can do all things through christ who strengthens me He's going to strengthen the talents and the abilities that I have. He's going to take those things and make them stronger. Now, sometimes you struggle with that sort of thing because you don't know what your talents and abilities are. So I'm going to challenge you with something this week, and that's this. I want you to, when you're in prayer, I want you to say, okay, God, who do you see me as? You know, we've talked about that a ton on this, this podcast, is ask who he sees you as, and then be quiet. Let him tell you. Let him point out to you all the great things that he sees in you. You know, God says in his word, in Jeremiah 29, 11, that I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a good future. Now, interestingly, we quote that verse all the time, and we think, well, God's got a plan. No, he doesn't. He's got plans, meaning he's got multiple plans for you. You're not going to disappoint God. You're not going to anger him unless you're just willfully defiant of him. And frankly, we're all born willfully defiant of God. We're not standing here going, oh, I've always pleased him. No, that's not true. But he loves us. We don't even understand the level of love he has for us because he is love. And so when you feel like, well, I'm going to disappoint God, no, not really. As long as you're seeking him, I believe that. Now, if you're not, that might be something that he would like to encourage you not to disappoint him anymore, not to fall short. You know, we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That is absolutely true. But God doesn't want us to look at that and go, hey, wait a minute, I can never live up to that. You know what? Quite frankly, we can't ever live up to it. That's why Jesus came. And that's why Jesus is the reason that we can look at God and say, you're not disappointing me, are you? Nope, not at all. I love you. I love you as you are, and I love you as you're going to be. He knows who we are. He knows the talents and abilities he's given us, and he knows that there's more in us. There's always more in us. Tuesday, I'm posting this podcast on Monday. Tuesday, I celebrate 36 years with my lovely bride, Renee. She's the voice you hear at the beginning and the end of the podcast. Let me tell you something. That woman has made me much better than I would have been had I just been left to my own devices. Now, I'm going to tell you that there have been times when I haven't been happy with her. And there have been times when she hasn't been happy with me. And I know that's hard to believe, but it is true. So why do we hang in there? It's because we don't get disappointed in each other. I don't disappoint Nay. Sometimes I do things that she doesn't like. Sometimes uh, she does things I don't like. But I'm never disappointed in her. I just love her. That's how God sees us. He just loves us. So if you're dealing with disappointment right now and you want to talk about it, my email is always available at terry at quizthediz.com. If you have some comments on this podcast, well, let her rip. Give me an email at terry at 
quizthatis.com. Hey, thanks for listening today. Be sure to let your friends know about this podcast. Let me know what you like or don't like about it. And be sure to rate us wherever you get your podcast, whether it's Apple or Google or Podcast Addict or wherever. Be sure to rate us and let your friends know about the Quiz That Is podcast. I'll talk to you next week. The Quiz That Is podcast is produced by Prosper Leadership. Our website is quizthediz.com or you can reach us at 614-382-2582. Thanks for listening and be sure to subscribe and let your friends know about Quiz the Diz. Thank you.